Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Market View. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and since it's Friday, it's Market Wrap of the Week. Well, I mean, it is the new month. It's the first day of March, so we might as well get a Market Wrap of February. But before we head over to this conversation that's coming up, let's just take a quick look at how markets are faring at the moment. I'm taking a look at the SGX website. It's about 1:09 p.m. here in Singapore. The Straits Times Index is down. By 0.1% at 3,138 points. We have advancers though, up 257, outnumbering decliners, which are at 246. After 1.22 billion uh, securities worth 697.8 million Singapore dollars changed hands so far. Now, without further ado, for a market wrap of the month, I'm going to be inviting Carmen Lee, who is the head of OCBC Invest. Research. Hi, Carmen. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Okay, Carmen. It looks like the STI had opened flat this morning, a little below the flat line today, and then it was in the green earlier this morning. But it seems like it's back down in that red territory. How did the STI perform this week? Okay, as you look at the last three four days of trading session from Monday to Wednesday, in fact, the market was down. The STI only managed to eke out a very small gain on Thursday, and mm. today with the very volatile. Sort of trading today, we're seeing it going from green to red, back to green and red. And so, I think it most likely will end this week uh, in the red, and this will make it the second week in a row that the uh, STI has actually closed lower. Okay. Uh, in terms of, yeah. I mean, in fact, you know, the Singapore stock market it has moved lower earlier this week as well, and some analysts say this losing streak may continue for the stock market. Why might that be the case? Do you have the same outlook? Okay, what happens? Of course, if you look at the STI, it's been down for two months, both in mm. January and February. But if you look at some of the global markets, for example, like the US or even the Nikkei, they've all actually reached new highs, right? So, of course, S and P had a one-day cost, the five thousand level. But largely, I think large part of the gains came from uh, what we call the Magnificent Seven, as well as some of the healthcare and perhaps even like some of the luxurious companies, good items company. But here in Singapore, unfortunately, I think February was the uh, reporting season, so we saw quite a fair mm-hmm. bit of volatility, especially when earnings failed to meet expectations. Mm-hmm. So for companies that did not deliver, actually, it actually dragged the sentiment down. But of course, on the flip side, we also saw some companies that actually exceeded expectations, and over and on top of that, gave out a very nice dividend. Mm-hmm. So those actually resulted in gains, and which is why I think you look at February, it was a very very choppy month for the uh, small market. But effectively, by the end of February, most of the indices were down. I think say. For perhaps in one or two sectors, including perhaps the banks, but mm-hmm. the rest of the market in general uh, were quite soft. And so going forward, I think this is still going to be very much the uh, view that we hold in the fact that earnings will still be very important, and people will still want to look at it, especially mm-hmm. even for the high growth technology stocks which have done so well. Going forward with these strong gains that we've seen, valuations have become very expensive. So on a very expensive valuation, earnings become even more critical. So I think going forward, apart from the interest rate and inflation focus, I think markets may still continue to focus quite a fair bit on whether companies can deliver on their earnings. Okay, then for the month of February, how did the STI, you know, fare compared to other regions? 
I think overall, if you look at the STI itself, it's been negative so far this year, down mm-hmm. almost close to 3% for the uh, Gen Fed period. But uh, having said that again, I think that uh, what is very important is that to look at the region, because if you take a look at the region, I think China still remains a key concern for the small market mm-hmm. in the sense that if you look at, even if you drill further down into the uh, small market, companies with exposure to China actually benefited as well. So mm-hmm. those stocks have done a fairly well in the first one to two months of the year. And of course, sentiment in China improved, then that also be positive for the uh, local market. But do bear in mind, next week is going to be a very important week because that's when the uh, Chinese uh, policymakers are making. And uh, market as usual is very hopeful that some of this, perhaps, uh, stimulus or measures will be rolled and that would hopefully give the market the much-needed uh, lift. Right, right. So who would you say were the you know biggest movers or key players on the STI this month or the month of February? Which stocks were on your top watch list for February? <laughs> I think banks did well, I think, uh, largely because of the fact that we had, we had seen actually a bumper crop of mm. uh, dividend payout from the bank. Companies with some exposure to China also saw a renewed interest in them. But unfortunately, property stocks and rich fared very badly. So if you look at it, actually, the uh, index for this two are down almost close to 10% for the year. Mm, okay, yeah. I see. Well, you know, as you've mentioned, you know, earnings season was in full swing in February. Were there any sectors that proved to be, you know, outperformers and sectors that were laggards? I think banks funded, I think, record profits. I think this is like historically one of the highest last year because last year they benefited from a very high interest rate environment and that meant that net interest income came in very strongly. So I think banks are really very exceptional this round. But having said that, in terms of guidance for this year, because of the fact that interest rate environment is still a bit uncertain, I think most of the banks have actually guided for a somewhat more muted sort of outlook. But unfortunately, on the other extreme of the uh, spectrum, you will have property stocks, which are mm. actually much more affected by high interest rate environment. So they also accounted for the fact that the price movements also reflected the somewhat very dismal sort of uh, outlook for the uh, property sector. And you've mentioned dividend quite a bit in our conversation already. So Carmen, you know, investors, they are eyeing uh, opportunities for stability and growth. And dividend stocks, they stand out as an attractive option for those seeking consistent returns in uncertain times. Were there any dividend stock standouts for the month of February? I think one strong one that came out very clearly is uh, BBS. Mm. It raised its base dividend from uh, 150 in 2022 to about 192 in 2023, which is last year. Mm. So that's actually quite a staggering increase. Similarly, you will be increasing from $1.35 to 170 So mm. you just look at current price. I think the year is between like 57 to 6%. That's actually much better than what you can get from the STI. STI on whole is still a very... Uh, interesting dividend year in sort of an index. But having said that, it's only about maybe 5.4%. So you actually generally do see slightly better than market expectations sort of a dividend year coming in from the banks. Mm, okay. Overall, though, what are some investment trends that you've witnessed in the whole of February? What sectors saw heavy trading? I think outside of Singapore, it's clear to see because I think outside of Singapore, you see really a lot of interest mm. into the magnificent seven. Right. Uh, last year, of course, NVIDIA is the one that actually single-handedly, I think, saw the biggest gain. But apart from that, I think there is actually a slight change towards some of the more healthcare-related sort of companies. And I think that those should still continue to do fairly well. Mm, Okay. Was there any shift in market sentiment during this month as well amid global economic uncertainty? I think if we go into 
March and uh, looking at some of the things. I think market watchers will still want to focus very much on how interest rate will be watching the Fed. And I think uh, in China, again, more likely the policy meeting next week will actually reflect a significant event and that mm. will really be one of the key drivers for the market next week. Yeah. Okay, so Carmen, as we enter into this new month of March, what should investors look out for this month that will move the STI? I think still very much back to a focus on the uh, earnings. Mm. I think earnings needs to come in and uh, for stocks to really outperform. And uh, increasingly, I think if you're going to watch softer sort of environment, then we have to watch out whether there's going to be any earnings cut or not. And yes. I think especially for the you know, high growth companies, I think they are a little bit more vulnerable to pass earnings cut last year because they have actually gone so high in the last two to three years and whether that pace can be sustained or not. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Carmen, for your time and your insights today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Carmen Lee, who is the head of OCBC Investment Research. I'm Hong Ben Jung, and this has been Market View with your Market Wrap of the Week. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.